Hey, this is Ken Shamrock, the world's most dangerous man. You're listening to WNS. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries. Here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler A. Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. Take three. <laughs> I'm Tyler A. Bear. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 291 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can find us on you can find us on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, the podcast is on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel and Tyler's at Tyler underscore Amber. Or is he? No. <laughs> Got locked out of his account, doesn't know the password. Nope. I'm sure yeah. you can easily reset it, so don't worry. Yeah. We can get you back in the game. I haven't done that though. Not yet. Not yet. But you will. And it's going to be great. So welcome to the show. We have a ton of stuff to talk about this week. We're going to talk about Backlash, Raw, SmackDown, maybe Lucha Underground, Cruiserweight Classic, some hot topics as well. All that good stuff. Maybe some more. Who knows? Who knows? So welcome to the show. How you guys doing? I. Yeah? Just I. Just I. All right, Doug, how are you? I'm fine. Yeah. We just got done. Uh, we actually waited a little bit to record this show so that we could catch the uh, the Cruiserweight Classic, the finale. Uh, what a show! Uh, the whole the whole series was great. Uh, great action, great matches, spectacular matches, I should say. So, um, if you have the network and you have not seen the Cruiserweight Classic, you owe it to yourself as a wrestling fan to check out the Cruiserweight Classic because, damn, that's do all. You, do you think those people exist? People who have the network and have not watched a classic? Yeah. Um, I'd say in the however million, many million people that have the network, there's got to be at least one. So I mean, I have no doubt that there are some, but I mean, do you think that's a significant number? Mm. I mean, I guess it could be. I, I could see people who have it just, uh, just for, for the pay-per-views. The, just for the and, special events. And, yeah. Sure, I guess that's uh, true. Um you never know. But uh, but for those of you who do not have the network, make sure you get it just so you can watch that. I mean, heck, get your free month and just binge watch it all. That's a good way to do it. So, um, so yeah, so let's talk about the Cruiserweight Classic since it's fresh on our minds. Uh, overall, all of, the, uh, all of the episodes put together, what did you guys think? I mean, I think it's a success. Um... I like some of the chances they took with the uh, the presentation. Uh, some of the just the, some of the little stuff, just from um, the handshakes and yeah, the the more like the presentation of the winner where they have both guys. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know that I necessarily need to see that on Raw and SmackDown every week, but sure. I appreciate uh, the differences like sets it apart. It's like a a bunch of little things that add up to a different presentation that makes you feel like you're watching a fresh show. It doesn't. It didn't feel like you were watching a WWE show, and that's not mm-hmm. just because up until this point they were all unsigned talent, which they've signed a lot of them at this point, yeah. but 
it didn't feel like a different show just because it was a bunch of unsigned guys. They did a lot of different things differently with the presentation. They took some chances. Um, they didn't try to do anything too gimmicky. Largely, all the quote-unquote storylines were like sort of like emotional beats for the guys that participated. Like Kendrick, this he's an older guy. And this is his mm-hmm. last shot. And Cinderella story. Yeah, like that. That's the sort of stories they told, and it's sort of refreshing. Yeah. Um, you know. I don't know. I think overall is a success, and obviously, I think they're going to keep going with it. They said inaugural, so I'm sure we'll have one. Yeah, year, so. I'm hoping that, we'll, and I know that they're they're planning on doing a uh, Dusty Rhodes tag team classic again. Right. So that'll be something to look forward to uh, on the network at a later date. Uh, so yeah, bringing back the cruiserweight classic is going to be. Uh, Wait, it'd be like a yearly thing. I think so. Or maybe they'll alternate, sort of like how they do the Olympics, where it's like this year is going to be the Winter Games, then two years down the road it's going to be the Summer Games, and then alternate. So I'd I'd be fine with that if they there just was, did sort of a yearly thing. There was some thing. some talk of them doing a women's tournament. Oh, I don't a, know if that's just rumors with a Z hmm. or if there's anything to that. <laughs> uh, I I'd I'd be intrigued to to watch that as well. See who, see what female talent around the world they could bring in, and uh, and have them shine. So, uh, so Tyler, we'll go to you. What did you think overall of the uh, of the Cruiserweight Classic? Uh, from what I caught, because I didn't get to watch every episode, sure. it was very entertaining, and it's the from the presentation to the wrestling style and just everything on the show in general is just uh, a nice change and mm-hmm. very fun, very entertaining, and very welcomed. Yeah, in my opinion. So. Uh, uh- a breath of fresh air, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, I mean, another thing I think that is um, noteworthy is guys who who were not used to their potential in other companies and sort of, I mean, it has to be like those, those companies now have to be looking at themselves and like, and maybe they're not, maybe that's how mismanaged some of these companies are but they have to be looking at themselves and saying well look what they were able to accomplish Mm -hmm. just letting these guys sort of do their thing and why did we miss the boat so much Mm -hmm. on some of these guys that's that's not just a tna thing that's like an roh thing yeah yeah, they're there's a these are guys that are not all of them but there are at least a handful that have been misused or underutilized in other companies that wwe fully capitalized on Absolutely. And that's Cedric Alexander, like Tyler said. That's TJP, who who won the thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's someone else, I could, if I put a little more thought into it. You know. Yeah. So, uh, TJ Perkins, the official winner of the Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, Tyler, what did you think about I know whenever you, they first unveiled the new belt, you you were quite fond of it. Oh, I, f- I flipped out. It was really cool. I mean, I liked the, um, the color, for sure. Mm-hmm. And even though it has the, the color of the... Jeff Hardy Mardi Gras belt. It's, no. it's way better than that. At least the, the face plate is yeah. nice. It's nice. And, because of um, the color scheme of the whole thing. Though. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. And um, and Evolve. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's true. Uh, and it's it's just really cool. And um, actually, right now, it's one of my favorite titles. Hmm. That's for WWE. Yeah. So... I mean the uh, the the, fin- the semifinal matches. Grand Metalik defeats Zack Saber uh, Jr. T.J. Perkins defeats Kota Ibushi, and what many were claiming was a uh, a shocker, 
But uh, to Doug's theory, well, not necessarily theory, it's, you know. I don't think it's a theory. I think it's, it's just what happened. It's hard to argue against. Obviously, Zack Sabre Jr. and Kota Ibushi were the two biggest, uh, quote-unquote, stars coming in. They were the uh, most well-known guys, probably, coming into the tournament. They were, I assume, who everyone expected to be the finals to come down to, these two guys. But I don't think it's a theory. I think it's just they didn't sign the contracts, and I mean, it's they shouldn't have been put over to walk out the door and go mm-hmm. bring that exposure and prestige <laughs> to wherever they're going to go from there. Yeah. Um, thanks for the uh, thanks for the title. I'm going to go. Right. It's the it's the. <laughs> thanks I mean, for dinner. <laughs> Love to stay in chat, but you know. Yeah, I mean the road's it's, calling. It's you know booking 101. You put your guys over. You know, like if that's <laughs> uh, you know that's not a a struggle. So obviously they put over the guys who are going to be on Raw every week. Yeah. So uh, that's smart, and or at least not dumb. So. Logical. Yes. <laughs> so uh, we also got to see uh, a bonus match: Tommaso Ciampa teaming up with uh, Johnny Gar- uh, Johnny Gargano going up against Cedric Alexander and Noam Dar. Uh, DIY. Yeah, D- team DI- DIY. Excuse me. Um, Do it yourself. Just another, just another fine matchup. Great, great spots in it. Um, I'm really looking forward to the cruiserweight division on Raw going to bring that excitement up a little bit and i'm excited um, but i'm also a little cautious yeah, yeah uh because we know how raw is run and you know are, are they going to do similar style from the cruiserweight classic just for the cruiserweight division on raw or is it going to be raw produced they come out get in the ring have their match you know five minute match or whatever and i mean I, honestly guys i would i hate to come off of the high of the fun of this tournament mm-hmm. and being excited about all these guys and their prospects for the future, but I would temper my expectations like going in. I, yeah. I mean, I think cautious optimism is the way to go here. Like, understand <laughs> you're not going to get that presentation on Raw. Yeah. I, yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. And I the agree. excitement of Morrow and Daniel Bryan feeding off of one another, you're not really going to get that. And, you know, you've, Corey Graves will do a fine job. Byron will do okay, and then you've got Michael Cole, who you know when he's focused can do a, a solid job as commentator. But let's face it, he's no Morrow. So, um, but I am excited. I'm I'm glad to see such young, new, fresh talent uh, get a chance to show what they can do on a national level. Uh, I know we've talked about this in the past with uh, NXT about certain gimmicks getting over with that particular crowd. They see they get to see the talent on a weekly basis so they know the the characters very well, but then they get called up to the main roster and it kind of fizzles out because they just can't connect with every city that they go to and they end up fizzling out. So, do you guys think that the cruiserweights are going to have this same issue or do you think they're going to allow the cruiserweights to have those 10-15 minute matches where they can just go balls to the wall the whole time and uh well i think the success and the failure of nxt call-ups is two different stories Mm -hmm. they sort of fall along two different lines there are people that had gimmicks that have ceilings that were got over in a small crowd that once a larger crowd got a look at it didn't resonate with everyone or was never really destined to be taken all that seriously just just the crowd that they did have sort of took it and ran with it Mm mm-hmm and then there are guys who don't really have those types of gimmicks, but may or may not have 
may or may not get the opportunities to do what they do to get themselves over in NXT. And I think no one in this tournament has a gimmick with a ceiling on it. They're all just the, the people that they are. So their success, I think, is going to be large. I mean, we were sort of talking about that at the very beginning of the show. Like, how many people do you think have the network who are watching this? I I, I mean, I think it's a pretty I would good love question. to have, like, some numbers game where sure. it's like, hey, who? how many people are actually watching this who also watch Raw? Yeah, unfortunately, the only numbers we see are, like, total number of subscribers and not what are, like, most watched shows mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I don't know how many people uh, – I don't know – what portion of the raw audience is familiar with these guys? And I would venture to say even less people are familiar with these guys than are familiar with the NXT guys. And yeah. we've seen sort of like a, a hit or miss, not hit or miss, but we've seen sort of a, like a, a varied level of uh, familiarity with people coming up. Mm-hmm. So who knows if any, if the majority of the people are going to know who the fuck these guys are, but <laughs> I think they can get over if they are given uh, the opportunity to, Russell, their style. I mean, it seems like the majority of the audience like appreciates like athletic, um, high spot wrestling, which is what these guys do. Yeah. And so, if they're fast given the pace, opportunity to do that, yeah. then uh, fast pace, sure high action. Over. And it, it, and they have at least WWE has put together like the small little video packages, you know, highlighting the cruiserweights. Hey, here's a couple of them. Here's what they're all about. Uh, and one of the things that the cruiserweight classic got right is before every match, you saw the video packages where they're talking about, hey, here's why I'm here. Here's what I'm looking to do. Um, you know, it, it didn't have to be a whole lot. It's just a two or three minute video. You know, this is where I've worked. This is what I've done. This is why I'm. This is why I want to win this thing. You could simply do that for for Raw. I mean, they've got a three hour show, so I'm I'm pretty sure they'd be okay giving up, you know, six minutes total to highlight, to put some focus. On two guys. At the very least, the first few weeks to a month, you have to give the people who haven't seen these guys mm-hmm. some reason to connect or understand or just gain some familiarity with them. So yeah. you, you almost, I would hope that they would do one for, e- for every guy, at least going in, but who knows. Yeah, the last thing I want to see them do is have them debut by just showing a video package like they did with Kurt Hawkins. Like they had hyped up for weeks. Oh, Kurt Hawkins is coming. Oh, Kurt Hawkins debuts this week, and then it's a video package of him looking upside down. You just looking at his ass. You know that. I mean, that to me automatically just killed him. I don't. I don't know about you guys, but um, I don't know that I felt like there was anything there to kill. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. But uh, you know, I would like to, in the grand scheme of things, I would like to have just a one-on-one matchup. Featuring two of the cruiserweights, they get a little video package. The next week, two new guys come in. We get a nice little video package. That way, you spread it out over time. You're not you're not taking up a whole lot of time um, focusing on everybody. But over the course of time, you end up getting your goal met. It's going to take a few weeks to get everyone um, a little airtime. Yeah. So, um, but overall, the cruiserweight classic, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Highly recommend people checking it out. Um, this this past weekend, however, if, if there was one thing that I would say is a little bit of a miss is the um, the sort of forced um, the country thing. I felt like it was a little bit forced. Like they sort of had people. They ultimately represented countries. They 
I mean, I guess that yeah. was like their nationality, but it's not actually where they reside or anything. Right. So it felt a little forced. It was sort of felt like representing uh, this country. We need a Filipino guy. So TJP, even though you're born and raised in the USA, you're gonna <laughs> you you represent you know, and that's fine. It's not a big deal. It's just sort of like it felt a little forced because they're it felt like they're trying to oversell the international flavor of yeah. it. And while we did, ha- we had Japanese dudes, we had Mexican dudes, we had European dudes, we had. USA dudes. Mm-hmm. While we ha- we already had all that flavor without having to be like, he technically represents this country, even though he's you know that was a little bit. So there you go, all, you know, talents from all over the world right. wanted to join in on this, sure. and similar to the Olympics, there's people who live in the United States who play for uh, for their home country. But there was legitimately enough international flavor without having yeah. to like manufacture extra international flavor. You didn't you know have I mean? to add that el- little extra, right? Whatever, but uh, but yeah, I mean overall, cruiserweight classic is a success. Um, you know, stroke triple e- triple H's ego once again. Look what I created, all that good jazz we've talked did, about. Did you think he was gonna miss an opportunity to make this about himself? <laughs> Absolutely not. So he got the debut of the belt, put over the importance of the tournament and all that. Look at all the great stuff he's done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look at my cock. <laughs> you say sledgehammer, man. Oh, I mean, sorry. all right. If you, uh, <laughs> I mean, if you want to look at Triple H's dick, go <laughs> ahead. But. If you want to see your dick, I mean, all right. <laughs> so uh, over the weekend, we got together, got to watch a little UFC, um, the debut of uh, one CM Punk. Got his uh, MMA fight on. <clears throat> Unfortunately, came up a little short. As many people were expecting, um, what I found really interesting is how many haters, like how many negative comments, were directed towards him. Um, not necessarily, not necessarily it. from MMA fans. It was the wrestling fans that kind of took me by surprise. I think there's, I mean, I a think, lot of people in general. Yeah, I think wrestling. it came, I think it did come from both sides. I think it's just because we're so in the wrestling bubble, sure. we saw a lot of the wrestling side of it. Yeah, I'm sorry, I cut you off, Tyler. No, that's about it. Um, I mean, look, I get, um, I get the MMA purist side of this. I could under, I can understand where an MMA purist is coming from, where they're like, uh, this guy hasn't quote unquote earned the right to be here. This guy is not a good enough fighter to be here. I can appreciate that opinion just because I know just to bring it back to wrestling, I know like when I'm watching Raw and I've got to see like them do something with like Shaq where Shaq's going to wrestle someone or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, that's just not why I'm here. That's not what I want to see. So I can, I can identify with MMA purists who are like this, this guy, I don't, this is not what I tune in to see. I don't want him here. Right. But I mean, much like when, someone I don't want to see is in the WWE. It's the WWE's fault and not that person. They're just capitalizing on an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Just like the same thing with Punk. It's like, it's... Your they brought him in as a special attraction. Yeah, your problem is with the UFC and not Punk. And, yeah. uh, I mean, I was hoping just... I mean, personally, I feel like there is a little more cross-appeal between, like, wrestling and MMA than, like, sports with like balls and running and shit than than <laughs> and and fighting you know what i mean yeah yeah even though i mean i mean i'm just i'm just being being real sure. I, honestly if there's like a venn diagram of wrestling fans and mma fans 
obviously it's not 100% overlap in circles, but I feel like the overlap that is there is much larger than that in, mm-hmm. you know, other things. So while I can see why some people aren't happy, you know, I personally, you know, I, as a fan of wrestling, as a fan of punk, I wanted to see him do well. He didn't do very well at no. all. And, uh, he charged in sure. and that just not a smart tactic, but whatever. Yeah, but uh, there was a lot of hate. I mean, I guess... Um, the thing for me... I'm sorry to cut you off, no, but... Go ahead. The thing for me was... Okay, look. If I were to say, Hey, guys, I want to get into the world of professional wrestling. I want to be a wrestler. And so I sit there and I train for a little bit. And while I'm training, Vince McMahon calls me and says, Hey, we'd like to put you on WrestleMania. We would like to have your first match at WrestleMania. There's no way you're saying no to that. It doesn't matter if it's, well, I haven't had a whole lot of time to train or, you know, it's like, if someone approaches me and says, hey, we'll give you $200,000, hey, we'll give you $500,000 to go and, you know, be on this card for us because of who you are, hell yeah, I'm taking that money. I'm signing up for it. So that's what it was. You know, a lot of people lose their first fight, and but they don't do it on that large of a scale. It was purely to bring in the name CM Punk and anyone who follows that particular name. And, mm-hmm. and it completely worked yeah. because the numbers came back and they were great for UFC. I mean, I didn't, I don't, um, I didn't see the numbers, but I, I have no doubt that he was there to be a draw and I'm sure he knew, he moved the needle in a significant enough fashion that he justified his pay. Yeah. Um, so I don't have any problem with that. It's, it's hard to, um, I mean, I see the humor. Trust me. I see the humor in a guy like him going and taking like a spot on a UFC card. Whenever a lot, a big gripe of his own was like part-timers taking his spot. Right. I, I, can, I can see the humor in that obviously. Uh, but you know, it's, uh, it's what he wanted to do. I don't, I don't really hold it against him. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's, you know, I mean, like you said, a lot of people lose their first fights. Uh, maybe not as in as spectacular a fashion as he lost his fight. But right. I mean, you know. I mean, like, for example, I just did, you know, my very first attempt at color commentary a couple of weeks ago. So if someone had called and said, hey, we want you to call WrestleMania, I'd be like, all right. I mean, I'll do it, but don't don't expect too much. Yeah. So, you know, or for the sports fans, if, if, it's, if you've got your kid going into – whatever sport it is and then NFL coach or major league baseball coach or whatever coach comes down and says, Hey, I want your kid to play for my team. You're like, well, that's kind of stupid because you know, he's not up to that level yet. We'll give you a, you know, $500,000. All right, go ahead. Do I, it. Uh, yeah. I read that. That's what punk got. $500,000. Yeah. And then Mickey gall got $35,000. Yeah. <laughs> More people are tuning in to see CM Punk fight than Mickey. Oh, Ball yeah, fight. yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. He starts at five. That his like base was five hundred thousand. He may have like points on the paper oh, or man. something like that. All the stuff that like it's he got money for that, and I'm, yep. I'm pretty sure he got money for being in the game. Yep. Endorsements, the thing, all that stuff. The thing about this, and this is a really good point that I heard Meltzer make, is that while you may not appreciate him as a MMA purist, those guys on that card were happy to have him on that card because yeah. that raises their That's pay. a lot of extra eyes on yeah. those guys. Yeah, guys With that jumping sidekick. 
like oh. Steve, like Stepe and um, Overeem. Yeah, their their pay is better because Punk was on that card. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't like that he was there, yeah, you know, like people fighters on the card who had points on the pay per view benefited from him being a draw on the card. Mm-hmm. And didn't like uh, didn't Brock Lesnar lose his first MMA fight? I want to say he did. Um, and then he went on that tear. Yeah, he lost to he lost to. Well, he he held his own against Mir, and then he got caught by a leg lock. Punk got dominated. There's no there's no yeah, fuss about yeah. it. Like he got completely outclassed. And it was, was uh, sorry. Go ahead. There was articles I read that it was like Dana White was like, yeah, CM Punk's next fight should be somewhere else. It, it, his it's first just, fight should have been somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, but they yeah. did it to draw in 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 the money. So, you know, Dana White can say whatever he wants about it. It's like you knew what you were getting into. Yeah, he, he wasn't going to come in. Deal. Yeah. Um, but, um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, well, I forgot. That Where do you sad. see him going from here? Uh, Bellator, probably. Yeah. They like the freak side fight of, uh, of fighting a little more than UFC <laughs> Yeah, does. he'll come out like, you know, more like a wrestling entrance. Yeah. I was glad that he came out to pers- uh, cult of personality. That was a nice, uh, nice touch. I could see him doing Bellator. He says he's not done, so yeah, he signed like a three-fight deal to UFC. They have, or, I'm sure they have options like out of it. Though. Sure, yeah. Um, because okay, he drew for this pay-per-view, and then people saw him get dominated. If they, oh, he has another match, will people still go watch him? I mean, some will, but not to that big of a draw as the first time. And that's one of the things where UFC knew what they were getting. They they knew it was sort of a one-time. We're going to entice the people. And if Punk wins, hey, we win on that situation because people are going to pay to see him again. But if he loses, oh, well, you know, the guy's never had a fight before. In all honesty, I'm, I mean, I on this very podcast, you can go. I, I don't know when the fuck it was, but whenever the news was announced, you can, I said on this very podcast he was going to win his first fight because I thought, <laughs> like, you know, like f- fight booking one hundred one is you put him up with someone you, you're sure you can beat, even if it's mm-hmm. a someone just as shitty as his. He is like you build him up a couple of matches till you get like a money match that he can like talk people in the building for, yeah. and uh, that's n- obviously not what they did. They put him up with, against someone who's better than him. So. I, re- I remember what I was going to say earlier. I watched the uh, I watched all of the documentary, and uh, you know when, when I was watching it and he had his first sparring session, he tapped out. So I was like, oh, he's got to work on submissions and counters as opposed to the ground and pound or anything like that because that was the very first thing he lost in and he struggled with it in all of the other videos. And so how does he lose? By submission. So I was like, man. It was kind of like... He sort of got toyed with, though, to be honest. Yeah. I mean... It was a poor... There's no way... There's no. I like Punk. I wanted him to do well. I was a little bummed that he didn't do well. Mm-hmm. I wanted him yeah. to see just because of the people that were so passionately against it just to like sort of throw it in their faces yeah but there's no getting around it he sort of just got he outclassed oh, completely. We, he charged in got taken down well and- he said that i read an article it was like well the, the they don't have too many tapes on him because he had you know two fights yeah but he goes no one is you know what did he say he said um he tried to throw him off because no one's charged him. Yeah, they they waited, you know, they all waited around for him to find his rhythm. So he was hoping to, then, that it would throw him off. What Mickey said about that, he goes, "Man, just instincts kicked in after he rushed me and stuff." So, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to applaud Punk. He set out a goal. He accomplished his goal. It didn't end the way he wanted. He took it with class. 
Uh, you know, he didn't make excuses. He was like, look, I got my ass handed to me. But, you know, yeah, I got also, knocked down and I got back up. There's so. websites that post all the tweets from the UFC people and stuff like that. The fighters and a lot of them were giving props for stepping in mm-hmm. there. And some of them was like, this is pathetic and all that stuff. And blah, blah, blah. I mean, look, I don't feel bad for Punk. I mean, even even in like such a... Um, uh, sound defeat. I don't feel bad for him. He made a lot of money. Hundred thousand. He's doing his dream. I don't feel bad. Even if it's his new dream, he's living his new dream. He's making a lot of money, so I don't feel bad for him. But I do feel like I know there's a lot of people that said, "Well, it's not bravery. It's not courage." Because I will, I will go in there on no training and make what he made for the fight. And I'm sure a lot of people would just stand up and get, you know. Get your ass handed to you. Get concussed uh, <laughs> just for that money. But, you know, but in, in all honesty, there are some people who are talking that shit who would never do it. E- yeah. Even though, even there were people who were saying they would do it for $500,000. Don't hit me. Who would cower out before they ever got to there. And that's oh, just no. the truth, you know. It's just the truth. Not that everyone would. There, I, there were some people who will take brain damage for $500,000. Yeah. But uh, some of the people okay. are acting like they would for sure. Would Doug is up. okay because I got the 500K. Man, like when all that stuff was going on, man, I had my hands on my head and I was like, no, 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 he's going to mm-hmm. tap, he's going to tap, he's going to tap. I mean, he held on for a while, so yeah, at least he tried. Yeah, I think he sort of got toyed with a little bit. <laughs> I don't know if it was holding on as, as much as Mickey was playing with him, but yeah. I did. I did chuckle a bit at the Kayfabe News Facebook page where it was like uh, CM Punk su- successfully puts over the new kid or something like that. It's like classic storytelling. He did the right thing. What, he jobbed did you out. Re- did you think this is true that on the uh, pay per view they said that they were taking a shot at Punk fight whatever when it was uh, Dolph Ziggler and Miz. If they did, I didn't catch it. I um, thought a little bit about it. And I was like, huh, that's a little weird because it was that flip to the ground and uh, what was it? That uh, headlock. I forgot what they said it was. I don't know. That's what people on the. I don't know. Said. I don't recall that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, he did what he did. Unfortunately, it didn't go his way. He'll go back to training, have another fight, and I'm sure we'll watch that one as well. So. I've. Oh, always support available to us. Yeah, <laughs> we'll oh, find a way to we'll find a sports bar. To, hey, Bellator's to watch it. Bellator's free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So all in all, not too bad. And then Sunday got to check out Backlash. Um, surprisingly, pretty good. Um, although I was really, I was like exhausted, so I was falling asleep through some of it. But. Uh, uh, overall, I enjoyed Backlash. I did not think that that show was going to go three hours. They did cut it a little short, but um, well, that show shouldn't have gone three hours. Yeah, and in all honesty, if you've got a three-hour show, a three-hour pay-per-view for your two-hour weekly <laughs> show, how the fuck can you not find room for um? Cruz and fucking Baron Corbin <laughs> on the main court. How you got a three hour fucking show and you can't find But they just, have a kickoff show that they have yeah, to well, film. They, they, how long, it's mostly also, talk anyway. It's mostly they, talk. they knew about uh Orton. Yeah. Because yeah. the uh the reporter no, 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 come no, out. No, don't worry. You can take him out and Bray you can have a match with Kane. God, that was awful. 
I don't know how the fuck you can't find this room for these guys on the main card, but, but hey, you, man, we got we have put Kane over. It is what it is, I guess. I mean, once once the report came out that Randy Orton was not going to be able to compete, that he is dealing with an injury or whatever, they should have bumped Corbin and Apollo Cruz to the main card. No, man, they had. I know, Kane. I know. Even with Kane, they even had with room, Kane, because they, they cut had room for another. They match. cut the pay per view off probably like what fifteen minutes early, somewhere around there. 15, 10, 15 minutes early. So that was enough time to have the Baron Corbin Apollo Cruz match. But anyways, uh, the kickoff match: Baron Corbin defeats Apollo Cruz. Um, what do you guys think about these two? It was fine. Both these guys seem very directionless, <laughs> and um, I guess they're gonna put the two directionless guys together and hope to find some direction. As long as Apollo Cruz can have fun and smile and spell things, yeah. Um, Becky Lynch became the very first SmackDown Women's Champion after defeating Natalya, Naomi, Nikki, Bo- Nikki Bella, Alexa Bliss, and uh, Carmella in the six women's elimination match. I thought this was surprisingly good. I thought yeah. all the women worked really hard. Uh, matches like this are usually a clusterfuck, but they seem to structure it well enough to where everyone sort of got their shine and their signature spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Becky's the right person to win. Uh, I have no problems with this whatsoever. I think once the eliminations started, it, the, the eliminations came kind of too quick after one another. I would have liked to. I would like for them to have spaced it out just a little bit longer. Give them an extra five minutes to to work. Um, but you know it, the what was it? Hey, it's not easy to lay out a six person. Match. No, it is not. Uh, but I mean, you had like Nikki Bella immediately. Followed by uh, Carmella, I believe, something along those lines. We're t- we had there were two of the w- women that got el- eliminated fairly quickly, um, but all in all, yeah, like you said, they they stepped up, they delivered a uh, a really solid matchup. Yeah, I don't I think anyone le- ended up looking really bad and out of place, even though Carmella is not very good and uh, Alexa is still very new. Everyone held their own for mm-hmm. what they were given to do, and it was fine. They hit any major weaknesses some of these women had. So yeah, um, Tyler, any thoughts on that? No. Okay. Uh, after that, we got to see the Usos go up against the Hype Bros. Second chance matchup to advance to the tournament finals. Uh, Usos coming out wearing the black. You know they've changed. New look. They don't do the tribal dance. Mm-hmm. New look. New attitude. Um, They'll probably need to change the the Titantrons and all that the to to match with it because they still did the um, go hard in the paint. They even had different gear thing. on SmackDown. Than, uh, yeah, because this the the um the, the backlash gear was just sort of a, a less colorful, more like their normal gear. Well, no, it was straight. It was the black, the uh, very reflective black too. Well, like they. The uh, they had even like a more drastically different look on SmackDown even by the time they got there. So yeah, they had, they had the, like those pants with like the, the red uh, trim or the red uh, red tights, and one of them had uh, a shirt on. Well, they both or, have they're both wearing long pants, and they got those pants with like the uh, elastic around the bottom and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And yeah, different look. I mean, which is good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. what you're that's what you're supposed to do whenever you whenever you go through a change like that. Edit your appearance just a little bit. Uh, the Usos going up against the Hype Bros. Um, any thoughts on the matchup? 
Not really. It was uh, it was fine for what it was. It accomplished further furthering the Usos as heels, and that's mm-hmm. I guess where they're going. So, I did expect the American Alpha appearance at some point on the pay per view, or at least a Jordan appearance. But, yeah, uh, we didn't get that. So, you know what? They didn't stay hype. The hype bros. They couldn't because Usos attacked Zack Ryder in the leg, forced him to submit. Um, one of the things that I didn't. I didn't like was the carryover between this match and their match on SmackDown where um, Zack Ryder wasn't really favoring his leg at all. I don't know if you guys caught that or not. Mm-hmm. I've like, seen a lot of wrestling between then and now. Because, <laughs> well, because they did, I mean, they did the same maneuver to uh, to Chad Gable, right. took him off the shelf. Right. They do it here, and then they wrestle them again on Tuesday. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that, but I feel like it's one of those things where it, it may not necessarily, you know, break everyone's leg. It's just sure. sort of their... Yeah, I mean, it's they're, just one of those... attempting. Because even if I, like, broke Tyler's leg on purpose, and I, I, I could try to break <laughs> your leg, and it may not necessarily work. You it know? ain't gonna happen. I would, yeah. I've had too much milk. <laughs> <sighs> Got that calcium going... Anyway, I feel like the first like twenty years of my life, I OD'd on milk. <laughs> now I'm like lactose intolerant. I can't drink the shit. Oh, yeah, that's sad. OD. So you could probably break my legs pretty easily. <laughs> you know, funny enough, I never had a broken limona in my entire life. Yeah, keep Knock knocking on that, on that wood. wood. Never I had a broken. I've I think fractured, I, but I've never broken. I think I broke my nose because it's a little crooked. Mm. But uh, as far as like an arm or leg, a finger, nothing like that. I had a fractured bone in my left wrist. Um, and then I had a fractured middle toe on my right foot. Hmm. I walked into a chair. Hmm. It was painful. Yeah, my nose is, uh, I called elbow, uh, grab assing and block. I used to work in Blockbuster. <laughs> and, uh, when we would close it down, we would used to get into these, like, grab assy sort of, like, wrestling matches. And then I, <laughs> I caught, like, an elbow, like, on a, you know, like a go behind a waist lock. I was yeah. going behind waist locking on a dude, caught me with an elbow. Aww. And I Ooh. felt like my shit's been crooked ever since. So. Yeah. I had a busted nose the very first day of baseball practice that I ever did. I put my hand up, my glove up to catch the ball. Ball went into the glove, went right into my nose. And Bonk. Blood everywhere. And. Not fun. Collarbone. Collarbone? Here? Oh, that you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll... You broke a collarbone? Yeah. When? When I was a little, little oh, kid. okay. <laughs> My sister <laughs> did it. Hmm. It's like very uh, Randy Orton of you. <laughs> yeah. I was on the ground, and I was punching the ground, and I broke my uh, collarbone. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting ready to strike. Um... So anyways, the uh, the Usos end up getting the victory over the High Bros in advance. Uh, after that, we got to see uh, a very competitive match between Miz and Dolph Ziggler. Um, I, you know, we we talked about how they just completely took all the air out from underneath uh, Miz. I felt like he really got a chance to to shine in this matchup. He did a he did a fine job uh, going up against Ziggler. He worked hard. They're apparently going back to the Daniel Bryan stuff. He yeah. he mimicked him in the match, which Otonga correctly pointed out. And um, <laughs> and Morrow tried to like downplay it and go with like uh, some other stuff. And then he did like even more Daniel Bryan yes. stuff. And then he's like, Nah, I think he's doing the Daniel Bryan shit. <laughs> but uh, sending a message. It's weird because 
they can't wrestle each other, so I wonder where they're going to go. Oh, yeah, where they're going to go with that. It sort of sucks that Ziggler's like the stand-in for Daniel Ryan. It doesn't feel yeah. like, uh, doesn't feel right. I don't know. So he's going to have his former tag team partner and hug it out, buddy Kane, take the the, the duty. Whatever. Sure. So, um, any thoughts on the matchup? Not really. The whole, nah. No. Um, earlier in the night, we got to see Bray Wyatt attack Randy Orton backstage because, like we said, Orton was suffering from an injury. Uh, before the pay-per-view, they did a count-out, which is nice because whatever. And then they were like, well, hang on a second. We've got time to fill, so you're going to have a match right now against Kane. And then Orton comes out during the match and limps his way to the ring. He's hurt where he can't he's, wrestle, he's but he's so still hurt. RKO. He's so hurt, but he can sprint in the ring once he gets close enough. He's legitimately, it's not a quote-unquote he's hurt. He's legitimately not cleared to wrestle. Yeah, and I, I heard it's like a concussion. And if that's the case, should he really be giving nope. RKOs? No. Nope. <laughs> that is a bump that they'll rattle your brain around just like a flatback bump. It's not that much different than a flatback bump. You're still... Yeah. His no, brain's I, rattle I, I could do this. I'll just do an RKO. That's, I'll do that's this and I'll good. just sit out for a month. And if that's it's okay. true, if it's true, I mean, the 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 word is, is that he's still suffering from the concussion that he received by getting the hard way split open by Lesnar, the fucking raining elbows into his dome. <laughs> So, first well, of all, to be all, fair, it was just one elbow. First of all, if we're so concu- if we're so um, concussion awareness is a, a thing, and I'm not saying it shouldn't be. I'm not saying like, oh, well, this stupid. Con- I'm saying like, <laughs> we're if we're supposed to be like, if we're supposed to be like, really looking out for this concussion shit. A, why is Lesnar elbowing dudes in the head at, at full force? And B, why is he out there throwing like RKOs and taking bumps and rattling his shit around on his head? Lesnar can get away with anything. <laughs> well, no, no, it's not that Lesnar did it on his own. He does that what was, he wants. That's what that's what they wanted him to do, and he did it. No, I'm, I'm tough. Le- I can take it. Like the kind of guy who's gonna refuse elbowing someone in the head. <laughs> no. Like, hey man. Okay, I well, I don't I'm know. Pretty sure you might give him one for free. Okay, hey, we're gonna make this a good match. Uh, Lesnar, do your MMA stuff. Orton, you want to take an elbow to? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, just pay me a little more. I'll I'll take an elbow to a head. <laughs> you guys stitch me up afterwards. And we'll yeah, be all right. Supposedly he wrestled um, a tag match with Cena on the house show, and um, he didn't take any bumps like Cena did all the work. But he still tagged in, and the finish was him hitting an RKO, which is still fucking rattling his brain around. If he has a concussion, also smacked down. Be doing that. He did an RKO. If he down. has a concussion, he should not be doing RKOs. I'm sorry, but isn't the protocol that if you're suffering from a concussion, you're off the shelf for at least two or three weeks? He's different. He's a higher talent, right? They have, I don't I th- know. I think what Daniel's getting at is the hypocrisy between, like, Daniel Bryan, you'll never wrestle again even though you have, like, 100 doctors who will clear you, <laughs> and Randy Orton, we're going to be real hush-hush about this concussion and have you You're out just there. injured. Yeah. Oh, so my it's leg. A, it's an undisclosed I have a big injury. headache. Whatever. Uh, my brain hurt. But no, it. they've got to tell the importance of this Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton feud. Your brain hurt it. Just just to talk about the match. If Orton's out of the match, I understand if you're doing something with Orton, like Bray may have to lose there to tell your story. There's no fucking reason on this earth why <laughs> Bray has to lose to fucking Kane. Yeah. There's no fucking, you can you can have Bray True. pin Kane and then and then. Orton can hobble his concussed ass out there and give an RKO after the pinfall. 
Why? Because there's no reason he should no lose. Reason. There was also lose. no reason for Kane to. There's that and squishing, you know, uh, local talent. Why were you still promoting Kane? Didn't they make this match a no disqualification? Yes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because I was like, there's going to be a reason as to why they're making a no disqualification. Either Luke Harper's going to show up, Eric Rowan's going to show up, which that's what we were expecting to happen. I thought Harper was coming back. Yeah, uh, but instead it was to have Kane or uh, Randy Orton come out, deliver an RKO, well, the, and hobble his ass back to the back. Well, the reason and it hobble, stayed yeah. a, that ma- it, a no DQ match is because it was originally set up as a no DQ match, like when Orton... Was still in the match and just carried oh. over. I Randy. guess whenever Kane decided to. Still, gotcha. there's not there's nothing you can massage this logic <laughs> and try to put it in place like you want. There's no fucking logical reason why why it needs to lose to Kane. To tell <laughs> no. your fucking story anyway. It doesn't matter. Kane has to be relevant. Well, I mean, do you expect a man to to beat the devil's favorite demon after taking an RKO from out of nowhere? You do the RKO after the fucking match. He can, if you want to continue the feud, he goes out after you know he after he wins the match. Then you RKO him. It's fucking yeah. simple. You keep the you can keep the feud going that way. It's no reason why 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 it's DOA why it's DOA. How do you uh, how do you revamp this guy's career? You can't because you've, he can't you've win a killed him match. so many times. And like I said, he was going to win the Orton versus Wyatt matchup. I mean, he won via countout because it had no importance. But then you throw him in against Kane and whatever. Yeah, he's he's spooky. <laughs> he's spooky Dolph Ziggler. He doesn't fucking matter. He can't win. He, he's spooky like, Dolph Ziggler. He's spooky Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> His fucking career is over. He's <laughs> gonna be that guy that the fans are always behind. Doesn't matter what he's in. You know what's going on. I don't. Are the fans still behind? The fans have long given up on Dolph Ziggler. No, the fans are still there for Dolph Ziggler. No, I think they've given up on him. They may be like polite applause to Dolph Ziggler, but no No, one thinks he's going to win a fucking match. No one, nobody thinks he's going to win a fucking match. Do you not listen to the reactions that he gets? Sounds like bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) You think they're piping that in? I don't know, man. They're doing it live now. You can't pipe that in. I don't know, man. I don't believe that. (laughs) I don't know where these wild reactions for Dolph Ziggler are that you you seem to think they're coming from. Every (laughs) week he walks out there. What? I don't know, man. <laughs> sounds like sounds like wishful thinking on your part. I don't know. It's not wishful thinking. I'm not the <laughs> Look, biggest not, Dolph Ziggler fan. I'm just saying. I'm not saying he's, not, he's getting a huge reaction every time he goes huge out. Huge reaction. I don't know if there's a roster, I don't know if there's a wrestler on the fucking roster getting a huge reaction right now. <laughs> Kevin Owens. Ah, maybe Kevin Owens. Yeah. So you're gonna equate? You think Kevin Owens equals? Busted up ass Dolph Ziggler. I'd say if, getting the same if Kevin Owens is getting a 100% reaction, Ziggler's getting a 90. Whoa. <laughs> Man, your ratio is way off. I'm just saying. I think it's more like if if Kevin Owens is getting an 85, then Dolph Ziggler is getting like a, a polite 60. <laughs> no, it's got to be higher than that. I agree with him. I think you're nuts. <laughs> All right. I, I mean, nuts. that's fine. That's fine. I mean, I do I'm not agree that they're people, cheering for him. I'm not saying people aren't cheering for him. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it's not passionate. I think you can win a match cheering. It's like, oh, we sort of, we used to like this guy, right? All right. <laughs> no, when that when his music hits, the crowd pops. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah, I like him. He's gonna lose though. That might be know. the case, but he ain't win that title. 
He's still getting that good reaction. I'm just saying. He's still getting that paycheck. Getting that money. That's right. <sighs> Man, I don't know. I don't think I can agree with that. Now he didn't get a, as big of a reaction as the uh, as the two stars of the night. That being Rhino and Heath Slater, because um, that kickoff would moment. You, would you say during the pay per view? Goes, man. Uh, that was during the kickoff. Was it the kickoff, or what was it? Where you saw it's like we're relying on Rhino and Slater. No, my point was, if if Rhino and Heath Slater are your number two from the top match, your roster too fucking thin <laughs> to be doing two different pay per views. Yeah, or at least a three-hour pay-per-view at that. Now, I think I hit the nail right on the head. <laughs> All through, I think that the Rhino and Heath Slater stuff has been doing been really entertaining, and the crowd has really taken to him, and they've mm-hmm. gotten those guys over nicely. The lovable loser. But who wins? I I stand firm to my statement. <laughs> As entertaining as the stuff has been with those guys, if Rhino and Heath Slater is your number two from the top on your fucking pay-per-view, your roster's too thin for its own fucking pay-per-view. But Rhino and Slater are Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Man Man Beast. Beast. Beauty and the Man Beast. Slater being the Man Beast. Rhino being the beauty. They they did the right thing for once. I thought they were... uh, I was like... Surely they're going to see the the logical conclusion to this story and have to get fancy and dick around with it, and something <laughs> ridiculous is going to happen. But they just told the story that they should have told, and uh, it was fun. Yeah, uh, the match was not great. Uh, it was fine, <laughs> but uh, the right team won. And uh, honestly, I thought they were going to lose it on SmackDown. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> lose the ascension like their first title defense. I, I thought, yeah, like oh man, no. <laughs> Like, here comes the Ascension, the people that were eliminated in the first round. But they're going to win the titles. Because how they came out, and Heath was like, no, 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 you can't make us do it right now. I'm like, oh, they're going to lose. But then I was like, no. Why would they put the belt on the Ascension? Yeah. But at least this, the contract has been signed. Heath Slater's officially on SmackDown now. Going to get that double wide. Going to make get that. And his, that his daughter's going to get a tongue. <laughs> Sound like you said tongue from over here. What did you say? Tongue. Yeah. Oh. His daughter's was, getting a tongue. I remember. I recall now. <laughs> but I had forgotten that. And then it just sounded like, <laughs> And then I just sounded. Why on earth would he be buying a tongue? <laughs> Where do you no, even no, get I, one? I don't even. That's not even what I was thinking. It sounded like he's just like, his daughter's, his daughter's going to be getting that tongue. <laughs> And I, for, I forgot that was a thing that they established, you know? Yeah. She did, and, uh, in that tongue. tongue. I was like, I know that they're doing like a sort of like rednecky backwards thing. Oh, God. But Slater, but that's a little too. That's a, that's a, a bit of a stretch there. I don't, think, I don't think they'd go that far. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, okay, so AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, um... Tyler called it on this one. He picked AJ Styles to win. To be honest, I don't think that the build was big enough to, to justify it, but I'm not going to complain about the, the results. Um, AJ Styles, the new WWE world champion, and uh, took a low blow to get the job done. And uh, what did you guys think about the match? Well, I don't think it was enough. I don't think there was a lot of build to it either but I don't really I'm sort of over needing build for this because 
AJ Styles has been red hot and Dean Ambrose has been floundering. Yeah. Uh, it was the right. It was the right time. They sh- they just needed to get the belt off of Dean because he it just felt so blah and so. AJ's right hot. He's having good fucking matches with everybody. He had a good match with Ambrose, and Ambrose has not been that impressive since having the belt, uh, n- neither in ring or character wise. And uh, you know he's AJ's over. He has good matches with whoever the fuck he wrestles. He's just the right guy. Uh, the match started off a little slow, but they pulled it out in the end. AJ, mm-hmm. uh, I would say largely due to AJ. Um, man, the dude just doesn't fucking have bad matches. I mean, yeah. it, he's this is that quick though. He hasn't been in WWE like a year, huh? No, no. he already has the title. He did the Rumble. Freaking awesome! It's just it. It's still mind blowing to me that you know, as as anti other corporations. As Vince has been in the past years, for him to bring in AJ Styles, who was the face of TNA, like you see TNA, you see AJ Styles, and then he went off to New Japan, became the champion there. Then he came to WWE, and they put the belt on him. Like that, that just blows my mind. Like it'd be like them bringing in someone from WCW and well, getting them the title. Like it was. Just, I'm not. This is gonna sound bad. I mean, that's awesome they put on there, but like, there's really what three top guys on SmackDown. Yeah, I mean their choices are kind of limited, but you know, still it's just you know the the fact that AJ Styles is in the WWE blew my oh, mind. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And the fact that they gave him you know air quote the most prestigious title in all of wrestling, you know. I mean, Tyler's got a really good point though. If you look at that. "Quote unquote top tier SmackDown guys." Yeah, you get three deep and you fall off a fucking cliff. Yeah, I mean, do you kind of? I mean, I know this is uh, not chronological, but do you guys want to kind of talk about SmackDown? Yeah, 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 we can phase into SmackDown because it is still still relevant. Uh, I did like the fact that John Cena came out, made a claim, saying, "Look, you know, you've been holding on, you've been holding on to something that I want, or you are holding on to something that I want. I want to." be in that same discussion as Ric Flair. Like, I, I really dug that. The whole the whole promo of them talking, like, I was digging it. Like, all of a sudden when Ambrose came out and then Cena talked to Ambrose, it wasn't mm-hmm. like regular Cena, how he like, talks. like, I'm calling you out. He called him out, like, all of a sudden, because he doesn't technically have no beef with Ambrose or whatever. He goes, oh, yeah, you get mad, he kicks you in the balls, but he, you had him on the ropes, and, like, how he was talking, I was, like, into it. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. That was really cool. It was a nice change of pace. Uh, there was some stuff that I didn't like about it. I didn't like Cena's whole um, uh, when you were on the Stone Cold podcast and he said whatever and he's like, yeah. You need to be more edgy and then you came out and you do your normal stick. That shit doesn't have anything to do with like like in storyline kayfabe shit. Oh, like, does it? Don't, this whole like you haven't like stepped up and been like the the guy since the Stone Cold challenged you to be yeah in kayfabe terms yes he's the fucking champ he he won the matches he won the title in quote unquote in storyline he stepped up he's the fucking mm-hmm. champ i mean yes he did lose that that his title just then but it was i think a it low was blow. i think it was more of a a pushing the envelope kind of thing like he came out and like you said, his character has been kind of floundering. He hasn't really done anything to get people talking, to get people buzzing. Right, but my 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 point is, in 
in the fake land of wrestling, it doesn't how edgy your fucking talking is doesn't matter. It's like he mm-hmm. won matches. He's the fuck. He was the fucking champ. He stepped up. He was the fucking champ. Right. Like I don't. I'm sick of like storylines about like Dolph Ziggler wanting to steal the show. No, motherfucker, you should want to win your fucking matches. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's I, true. I'm tired of people talking about like we're gonna have a good match. No, no, you don't want to fucking have an entertaining match. You want to fucking win matches. You want to win titles. You don't want to care. You don't care how fucking edgy your people perceive you. You want to fucking win. Like I'm tired of them. Like sort of, they're sliding in the wrong stuff from mm-hmm. from the. There, there are things from behind the curtain that you can take out and you can uh, incorporate and make interesting and make work, but they're taking the wrong shit. Like I don't want to. Don't tell me about how Stone Cold said you should take more chances so you can be more entertaining. That's he. He shouldn't care about being entertaining. He should he care about winning titles, which he fucking did? So how is he a letdown? <laughs> And he lost it on a technicality because he got kicked in the nuts. Like, I'm tired of the <laughs> Dolph Ziggler stealing the show. No, you just want to win your fucking match. Let's, let's make this about fucking winning fights and stop, uh, you know, like, they really liked my match. I stole the show even though I lost 89 of my last 40 matches. I'm in the fucking negative <laughs> Like, I don't care. I, just love, I love how this rant has gone from, like, directed towards Ambrose to, no, fuck Ziggler. It's all his fault. Now, well, <laughs> I, it's a good example. I get what I, you're I'm saying. Not, it's not really about Ziggler, although it's, he's an easy fucking target. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically, it, it, the rant isn't even about Ziggler or Ambrose. The, the rant is about how they are being presented to the crowd. Yeah. And that's not 100% on them, even though some of it is. But I don't like how Cena's, Cena made it about that. I don't like how Ziggler makes it about how entertaining his matches are. I don't... But he still has the show every yeah. night. Yeah. That's, a, that's why he gets those pops. <laughs> show me that you belong here. You know, I got stuff to prove too, but show me you belong here. He was Colonel Sanders, damn it. Yeah, well, that's that's a highlight for me. <laughs> I'm I'm with that Colonel Sanders shit. <laughs> I mean the chicken in the commercial, not the uh, cr- the chicken. crusty old white plantation owners or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not with those dudes. I mean, just I like that commercial and I like the chicken. Good clarification. Chicken well, I, little. I don't want it. I don't want anyone to get it twisted. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, he likes the real Colonel Sanders. <laughs> is that is he a real person? I yeah. guess so, right? Huh? Yeah. I'm sure he was a racist old white dude. Yeah, I, was about, I was about to say that. He was like, the original was a racist old bastard. Yeah. I'm not with that part of He it. was a colonel. Just like the chicken, dude. Racist the colonel. Pretty good. Who does colonel like, racist. You like KFC? Uh, it, It's all right. I haven't had it in years, but it tastes good. Years? Rank the fast food chicken places for me. I want to. There's only like two. Oh, there's more than two. Churches, now. Popeyes, KFC. That's three right there. And there's. Uh, Frenchies. There's Chicken Express. There's a Frenchie inside H-E-B right here. I don't even know what that is. It's pretty either. good. Okay. Try it one Chicken day. Express. Yeah, Chicken Express. All right. So it's four. Three? Four? Three? Four? Three. I'm in the same boat with Tyler. I haven't had KFC in a very long time. What's wrong with you guys? KFC I just, is good. Well, no, I mean, it is good. I hear I bad things about the one in, in Mid-County. I haven't had that in a long time. Or Popeye's. I like. See, I don't... Popeye's is my favorite. I think I like Popeye. Popeye. I said Popeye. Popeye. <laughs> I like Popeyes, and I like KFC. Churches. I could take your leave. 
Yeah. I'm not big on turkey. Yeah, and I also haven't had church in a long time either. Good Lord. We just didn't but go I just on had a, Chicken Express. A chicken run. And do all that madness. Next time for the podcast, well, I'll come up a little early, walk over to Frenchie's, get some of that. Is it good? It, I love it. And also the reason why I, I eat Chicken Express because it's just like not too far from my apartment. So. Yeah. So uh, Convenience. It I is. like Raising Cane's too, I don't, even though I don't think it counts because it's just chicken tenders. Yeah, it's, not. yeah it's not. Yeah. So. I forgot. Uh, I don't know where Dolph Ziggler sucks. <laughs> sucks. Uh, I, I feel like Ambrose is going to go heel and feud with... with uh, I think they're going to keep the title on AJ. I think he's going to go heel and feud with Zena. Does yeah. that seem like what they're teasing to you? A little bit. Well, then what will happen to AJ? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who the fuck else do they have out of those three people that are main eventers? Who do you feel? Kane. Like? Kurt Hawkins. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I gotta get a drink on this Kane. <laughs> if you need one, there's uh, there's one of my f- uh, fridge. Hey, what's roster's Big Cherry. Show on? I'm not even gonna fucking humor your Kane shit. What's, I'm leaving. What's roster's Big Show on? I quit the podcast. It's <laughs> a good question. What show is Big Show on? Raw? Is he on Raw? I think he's on Raw. We got uh, AJ Styles versus the Big Show. But how great was that moment where he was like, I'm calling you out for, you know, everything that Stone Cold said. <laughs> this is our chance to tell, say how we really feel. Uh, I mean, I really liked the, the thing I really liked about it was when he turned around and was like, hey, man, you can't say that, that you know, because he kicked you in nuts because you had him hanging on there. Yeah. But no, his attitude, because in my opinion, all of a sudden, like, why would... What would Cena have to say mm-hmm. to Ambrose? He has nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he just kind of called him out, and I was like, "Whoa, this is different than like, hey, Goofy." You know, Cena. I mean, it was it was good because Cena came in fired up. He's yeah. like, "Look, you're you've got something that I have not had in quite some time, and I want to be the 16 time champion." Because it really, what I thought would happen is, gracias. Uh, okay. So Ambrose is talking shit on AJ, mm-hmm. and then Cena says something. And then Ambrose will like get out of my business, and then Cena will say something goofy and oh, kind of get out of to the crowd and all that. But that's what how I thought it would go. Yeah, I felt that SmackDown was very promo heavy. There was a lot of talking and not a whole lot of wrestling. Do you guys think there's any chance that it sounds like they Cena is after the the Flair like uh, record for title wins? I liked that. I like the fact that now he came out and said addressing that. that. Well, my thing is, is you know they're going to give it to him sooner or later. He he's the he's a WWE guy through and through. And if yeah. anyone's going to hold that fucking record, it's mm-hmm. going to be a WWE guy. <laughs> as tight as Flair is with trips, that record is going to Cena. So is that now or is that later? I think it should be later. Give it a little time for AJ. Yeah, to, I don't want to see them fuck with AJ so yeah. fast. And also, you I can feel have like, him win at Mania for okay, all I care. Speaking of Cena, do you okay? You see him give him the sixteen times. Do you see them later on give him the seventeen times and passing? I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's gonna that that record is fucking bank on it. Mm. Did you guys come up with someone for AJ to feud with while I stepped out? No, well, we kind of went back to the uh, the segment, but We're like, yeah, they are kind of short. Show on? I mean, for AJ. Shit, man. I mean, they brought in Jack Swagger, so they'll uh, maybe they build him up for a little bit, get him up in that that tier, and fall to AJ Styles a couple times. Hmm. Okay, who's all who's out injured? He's a rehab for sure. Who's all the superstars are out injured who did not get put on the roster? Luke Harper. Luke Harper. 
That's it. Only one of note. Yeah. Tyson Kidd. <laughs> I'm, 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 I know Tyson this is gonna, like indefinitely out there. Yeah. I know this is repetitive. And I even know though they sounds, resigned his contract, uh, this sounds bad, but I'm, I'm serious. What roster is Big Show on? They can come in as a hill. I don't want to see us. I honestly don't, don't know what. I think what he's raw because I think he was on raw while Kane was on SmackDown. God knows you can't have them both on the same fucking brand. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if but that's then, a, I don't know if it's a plus that if you really didn't like him, you could skip that brand altogether. Or if it's like better for them to be like evened out on different brands. Yeah, they try okay. and keep the big men. I'm really know, trying separated. to think of who else. You got Braun the, on one side with Big Show and Mark Henry. Then you got Kane and Baron Corbin. And three top, three top guys. Brian and Harper. Eventually. Yeah. Because I could see. Oh no, no, they're both. I don't know. You sort of touched on the uh, swagger stuff. So what did you make of all that? I felt it was very rushed. Um, there was little to no build on it. Uh, on Raw, he had the matchup um, against um, Mahal. Yeah, Jinder Mahal. They lost. He lost that match. Goes backstage. Hey, we all know your contract's coming up. What's and then you know he kind of cuts him off. And then the very next night, he's like, "Oh, my contract's up. I'm on SmackDown now." Like it just seemed so sudden, and it seemed so soon to be having people jump over to the other brand i think it 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 works for it to be sudden and that he that he was i'm done here but i'm down here i think that works fine but it does feel like too soon after the draft to flop guys yeah and the crowd didn't really seem to be too far into it just because he hasn't been on tv in weeks slash months well this is a raw topic honestly but just because we're talking about swagger what did you guys think of the mall stuff it's something piece. for him. <laughs> for to me, it was like we're gonna bank on the fact that uh, stupid Americans are too stupid to realize the difference between Hindu and yeah. Islam. <laughs> and sure enough, right off the bat, the, the like they very have them go up against the all American American. Yeah, they were like, "How about these motherfuckers don't know the difference between Hindu and Islam?" And then fucking mm-hmm. right off the bat, not even that, the Buddhist palm and everything. Yeah, not not that um, not that people should be Islamic phobic. I'm just saying that that is the hot but button like mm-hmm. phobia in America, and that's like if that's what they're fucking with for sure. But he was doing like for sure. They were like, "I bet these fuckers don't know the difference between Hindu and Islam." And they fucking didn't, for sure. So, Lord. It's all about America. So now they're going to push him, I guess. They're pushing. I don't know if it was just like to get Swagger out the door. I think it was just for that purpose. Because he's been in the job guy since he's been there. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you have him win, which is devastating looking at Jack Swagger. You're like, dude, he came in and beat Jinder Mahal. And then it's like, oh, well, now you're on SmackDown, so that means you're going to be a big deal, right? So, what would they have done if his promo kind of sucked? But he's never been a good talker. No, but supposedly they're they're going to be giving him quite a push. Swagger. So, yeah, at least that's what I read. What I oh. saw. He's um, going to lose to Baron Corbin. Sure. Um, I don't know. You guys want to talk about SmackDown, Raw, stay on SmackDown? So we're kind of, go, go, yeah, um, SmackDown. We already covered the Usos going up against the Hybros again. Because it tied directly Mahal. into the Swagger stuff. Talked about Kurt Hawkins' video package where we're just staring at his package. 
what was it? Did they? I thought I read. I don't know if it was for that show or another show. He did like a dark match. Yeah, I believe it was for that mat for that show. But <laughs> I mean, if your debut, if so your re-debut is a dark match, he's coming in on. to be a jobber. I'm sure. Huh. They'll probably they'll probably have him go in there, win a match or two, then he'll lose, then he'll lose, then he'll lose. Then he'll be on a tag team, and that'll be it. Oh. Yeah, sure. Then we got to see The Miz and Dolph Ziggler have a segment between one another. Um, Whatever. whatever. Dana Bryan came out and was going to assign him to a match, and Miz rolls out and it's like, you peace. You can't tell me what to do. I'm out of here. We're going to do contract negotiations. Uh, Baron Corbin attacks Apollo Crews before the match even begins. He deserves that's when, it. That's when Swagger comes out. Um... Fatal Five Way to determine the number one contender for the Women's SmackDown Did you Championship. See that coming? I figured as much uh, because they want to make a new star. Nikki Bella's established. Natalia's established. It could have gone to either Carmella well, Com- or Alexa. Carmella's Bliss. wrapped up with the whole Nikki Bella, yeah, thing. So I mean, Alexa Bliss, one of the m- most obvious choices. Um, what she does? She goes like this, huh? Alexa Bliss. She just- she does a little, because she has the skull hand, or the skeleton hand. She go like this? I don't know. Maybe. She calls her eyes. So, uh, yeah. Then we saw Slater and Rhino defeat the Ascension. I mean, I like Bliss. I think they have something with her. She, if she just keeps continuing to get better. Yeah. I think I think I said this before, and I don't hate her. You know what? I don't hate to repeat myself. I do it all the fucking time because I'm stupid. <laughs> I think. She, hey, what do you think about Dolph Ziggler? <laughs> um, well, I got a lot of opinions on Dolph Ziggler. You hear these? <laughs> um, I think she is what they think Dana Brooke actually is. I think Alexa Bliss actually is what they was hoping Dana Brooke would be. Yeah, a fresh new talent and going to progress very well. She's still inexperienced, but she's going to get like better and better. Yeah. What are you, What are y'all thoughts about the whole Dana Brooke thing? Like. Are they trying to turn her baby face? Like, what are they doing with this? I got a because lot to say about that match. Are we going into Raw? Let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why is Dana Brooke in that match if not to take that pinfall from mm-hmm. one of the other two? Yeah. Why? First of all, that was a double fucking pin if Thank I you. ever saw one. I was going to say that as well. Second of all, if it was an unintentional double pin, why the fuck is Bailey taking that fall yeah. and not Dana Brooke? You got... All the time you want to do the Dana Charlotte thing. <laughs> what? What? Why is Dana Brooke in that match if not to take a pinfall? And uh, do you think they're gonna? Re- you think that was a fuck up, or they're gonna reference it later? Like come back and be like, we reviewed the tape. Oh, I would like for Bailey to come out on if Raw. Not, Dana Brooke's the winner, and she should be like facing Charlotte because they yeah. eliminated each other. Well, it wasn't elimination. It was just a triple threat match. Oh, okay. Well. Um. Whatever. I would like for Bailey to come out and be like, "Hey, Mr. Foley, you know, you know, I did lose that match, but if you look at the tape, you saw that Sasha's shoulders were down too, you know. So I think we should either have a one-off or uh, make it a triple threat because we both deserve to be, you know, I deserve to be in that match because I technically I pinned Sasha and Sasha pinned me, so whatever. I mean, but. Please tell me you agree, man. Yeah, absolutely. Why is Dana Brooke in that match if not to take that? Exactly. Or to have her be the surprise upset and get the win, which would have been foolish to do. Right. But, you know, knowing the WWE, it's something they would have done. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) 
I don't I don't know why they there was like a lot of stuff with all the moving parts of Charlotte and Dana and Sasha and Bailey. There's a lot of things they could have done, and they came up with the exact worst con- concoction, <laughs> and they went with that. It's yeah. like, what is the most wrong thing we could do in this situation? <laughs> Like, hey, let's take the match that was like the match of the year, the two combatants of the match of the year from last year, put them in a triple threat with Dana Brooke and not have Dana Brooke be involved with the pinfall at all. I mean, <laughs> you can go if you want to do Bailey. Like, we know what both of these ladies are capable of. We'll throw in Dana Brooke in there as a wild card, and uh, Dana Brooke's not going to be involved in the in the outcome. If you want to do Bailey and good. Sasha, you can do that. Yeah. But you don't have to pin. You don't have to have them pinning each other in a throwaway three-way on Raw to yep. get there. Yep. You could just fucking do that feud. I mean, Jesus, these these two ladies headlined an NXT Takeover, the thirty-minute Iron Man match. You know what's a good reason to have them feud? They both beat the champ, and they both think they have a claim to the title. You yes. can just have them have a fucking feud and decide a number one contender, and then you can do that little stupid Dana Brooks shit with Charlotte in the meantime. And you know what? <laughs> You have to do something so fucking stupid by giving like giving away your pay per view finish by having the two like hottest acts pin each other on fucking Raw. That's dumb. It's amazing how that never makes it to air. Like the simplest logic never seems to occur. Hey, I got a good idea. We're gonna do this. <laughs> it's just ah, oh, it's a good idea. Let's go with it. Wow. I mean, my God, brilliant. St- sticking on the topic of the ladies, uh, I did enjoy the uh, the Nia Jax Alicia Fox beatdown. Um, I mean, it was impressive. They made uh, Nia Jax look like a complete monster, uh, literally throwing Alicia Fox around like a rag doll, spearing through the little barricade. It was a nice spot. They don't they don't let the ladies do that. So well, they don't really have a woman that you would consider a power wrestler. That's up until true this point. too. So. I mean, it makes sense. Got that, Dana Brooke. Well, I don't know. I still don't know that I consider her a power wrestler. Yeah, she doesn't wrestle with a lot of power moves. Right. But uh, I mean, if they're gonna make, it's good to have a varied like style between the roster. So if they're gonna make Nia Jax like the power wrestler, cool. Then give her the power woman spots. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that spot a lot with the men, but I don't think we've ever seen it for the women, so it's not as bad. All it's right. really egregious how many times Big Show and Mark Henry have done that fucking spot. <laughs> but, uh, least, you know, it's the first time she's done it. So. Or Big Show and Kane, or Roman Reigns and Kane, right. or Roman Reigns and Big Show. Anybody with a spear, Roman Reigns and Mark anybody Henry. Anybody with 300 pounds, anybody with a spear, they've done that fucking spot. <laughs> By God! <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so that was a no contest. Bo Dallas going up against the local talent. Local talent got a little bit of shine. But in the end, it was oh, all Bo. We forgot not not that we have to go back to SmackDown, Bo. They they left that one dude with the Offspring tattoo. Yes, they brought him back. Yeah, that was cool. That was pretty funny. Brought him back and then had Miz uh, take him out for the main event. Cena I really thought he was gonna be part of the main event. I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> that would have been pretty funny if they would actually have done it. Uh, sticking on the topic of uh, a SmackDown, what did y'all think about the Orton Wyatt promo? Lights go out. Lights come back on. Oh my God, it's Eric Rowan. RKO out of nowhere. Lights go out and go to commercial. Yeah, um, I'm not very entertained by Randy Orton, and I'm not. I'm not <laughs> okay. very entertained by Bray Wyatt. Okay. So if you add them all up together, what if there was a match between Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, and Dolph Ziggler? What if there was a way for those guys to somehow steal the show? 
about to steal you in your jaw. <laughs> <laughs> steal fists. And what he, he ended up doing RKO to uh, Eric Rowan. And then the lights go out and we go to commercial. Hey, so, I guess to, hey, I could, I could still do RKO, guys. Let's so we do RKO. Once again, they try and build up the Wyatt family after dispersing them for several weeks. And now you have them come back only to get RKO'd and go to commercial. Braun! Braun! Speaking of Braun, no Braun this week. Sad face. Yeah. Um... I saw a uh, I saw a statistic that said that uh, New Day are approaching uh, Demolition's uh, title reign. I don't know the numbers. What? How close were they? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't. I mean, I don't remember the specific numbers, but they are getting closer, obviously day by day, to it. So I wanted to see. Do you guys think that they would let the New Day surpass Demolition as the longest reigning tag team champions? Why not? Or do you think they can hold on this this uh, run that they've got? I think it depends on... I'd have to see like how close they are to, to know for sure. Yeah. I'm going to do some research or something like that. I mean, what are we talking? A month? Well, I also feel like... I would assume a few it months. It could be soon. I feel like it could be soon they're going to drop the titles. To yeah, the I mean, honestly, I was assuming they were going to drop them in the next pay-per-view. The... Uh, Clash of Champions. Hmm. I thought they were Clash dropping clans. there. That too. Wow. Nikki Clan or whatever bullshit. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Clash of Clams. <laughs> Clash of Clams. That's right. You know all about it, don't you? Uh, let's see. Championships and accomplishments. Like, never mind. What? Think about what? Some stuff. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. What are you looking up? I'm trying to find the information for. Uh, you know we're not good at stalling. Yeah. yeah. God. Do 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 Come on, man. Sorry. Do it. Did you find it? No. You, you know you're not still in the show. <laughs> no, of course I'm not. Uh, highlight reel. Sami Zayn. Chris Jericho. I like that backstage segment, man. I, let, I chuckled uh, when he's talking to Tom Phillips. He's an idiot. Well, he goes, no, what is he? He's a stupid, no. <laughs> and then that goofy look he gave him when he pointed at him. That Oh, man, I watched that clip like three times. Yeah, man. It feels nice to like Jericho again. Yeah. Know. I'm not going to lie. It's a little weird because I've gotten to used to like disliking Jericho for a long time. Yeah. He's been an active like turnoff for me for like the past two years at least. And uh, maybe more than that. Maybe back since the punk stuff. You know, back since yeah. he came back. Uh, the first time? Yeah. Not the first time, but, you know. Uh, the one of the re- times? The most recent comeback. I don't know when that was. At the time where he, like, his gimmick was he went out, everyone was going crazy, and he didn't say shit, and he just left. Uh, since okay. then, I was like, ah, he's been sucking. But, no, but, yeah, uh, this is pretty cool. I it's like been, the- like, super entertaining the past, like, couple of months of, I've been way into his shit. And honestly, I'm sort of looking forward to Sami Zayn, uh, Jericho. I think it could be good. Do you know what he is? Say it, Felipe. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see Tom Phillips' face, too? He's trying so hard. (laughs) Felipe. His dejected face, like, every time they're like... 
<laughs> oh man, I gotta watch that again. Let's see, demolition. Uh, I don't know if they're going off the first rain or the combined rain, but the uh, the first rain was four hundred seventy eight days. What are the new day at? Uh, I'd have to check on that. Mm-mm-mm. Shame on you. You should have both of them up right now, together, on the same page. How? Make it. Whatever. Make it or break it. Um, what do y'all think about Sami Zayn talking about it? The Jericho. I guess that's the so new. What are we talking about, bro? Uh, sorry. We about- I'm sorry. I'm trying to do some information. I guess that's the you know the new. Honestly, like, new day from- is past 365. So. Sure. So and go is, go uh, off of that. It's like four hundred and what? Oh God! Something. Go ahead, say it, Felipe. <laughs> it. They have held the titles for it. Um, Cesaro and Sheamus series now three to two. Any thoughts on the matchup? <sighs> so we got two more matches at least. Yeah. Or at, uh, at max, I, I should really say. don't have anything to say. I don't think. Okay. Uh, New Day come out and apologize for the previous week for that god-awful segment. And then uh, Gallus and Anderson say, hey, we're done with all that crap. It's back to basics and back to kicking your ass. So Gallus and Anderson end up defeating Kofi and Xavier, and they're like, hey, what happens if this happens at the next pay-per-view in two weeks or however long it is? Good Lord. So that exactly what they said? Just about. Um, they were like, hey, do you think you're going to surpass the coalition? <laughs> uh, what, what do y'all think about Epico and Primo being uh, timeshare salesmen? Well, <laughs> I think at least it's defined. You guys were like, what the fuck are they talking about? Why do they want people to go? Yeah. Now, they're, I guess, now there's a reason why they're wanting people to go. They've got pamphlets. <laughs> I did chuckle that they included our truth on it. That was um, and this is a nice touch. You say pamphlets or pamphlets? Pamphlets. <laughs> Are you saying pamphlet. Pam or Pan? <laughs> no, no, I'm pam saying or pamp or pamph. Pam. I'm hearing. I'm hearing Pan. Pamph. Pan with an N. Pam. Pan. Pan fillets. How do you say it? I know how it's supposed to be saying, but I think I say pamphlets. <laughs> <laughs> Do I don't I think say, it's pamphlets. I don't know. I know that's not how you're supposed to say it, but I'm saying I think I say it that way, even though I know it's wrong. Do you say? Does I it, say it with an F sound. Right. That's pamphlets. The, that's the way you're supposed to say it. Yeah. But I think I say. This pamphlets. is why English sucks. I like pamphlets. I think pamphlets. I say pamphlets. <laughs> the pamphlets were palpable. <laughs> palpable. <laughs> God, I'm. For someone who's on a podcast, I'm bad at talking shit. <laughs> um, there's certain words I can't say, man. So, or I'll mess them up. So Epico goes on to defeat Enzo Amore. Um, I mean, it's at least it's given something for the uh, the Shining Stars to do. It's building a feud with Enzo and Big Cass. The shining Wizards. Shining Wizards and Shining Stars. Kevin Owens versus Robert Reigns. If Reigns... They had a really good match. Yeah, they did. And uh, it was one of those things where I'm, I'm kind of glad that they restarted the match after Rollins interfered. Mm-hmm. Um, because then it got it, it gave Owens a chance to really shine. I mean, Reigns got to shine as well, but you know. Speaking of restart, restarting the match, how are you, or where are you at on this whole like Foley GM thing? Kind of indifferent. I sort of like it. I mean, I, I think it's. I think we could. I think. 
TV altogether would be better if we could just lose the authority figure, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. So I'm at least refreshed that there's like a baby face authority figure and he's like trying to right the wrongs. Yeah. And uh, so I just, and I don't He's not know. afraid to call people out. Right. Like, no, you're the one who messed up. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm he seems of- like, yeah, like you said, but also whenever Stephanie is, um, he's with Stephanie, it's not all the time, but when she do something, she, he still backs her up too. Yeah. No matter yeah. what. Yeah, but it's not an explicitly heel thing that he's doing. It's just like a, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt like yeah. type of thing. Um, so Owens defeats Roman Reigns first by a disqualification after Rollins uh, disobeys Mick Foley's orders, and then uh, they restart the match, and Owens gets the win via pinfall. So uh, kind of a... I think it's Russo <clears throat> Yeah, that's true, too. I forgot about that. Um, so so I'm, I'm glad that they're continuing that storyline. Uh, and it it takes Reigns out of the out of that particular title uh, picture and puts him in the uh, U.S. So they title had a picture. legit like second uh, wedding. Or yes, that... yeah, because they they went to uh, Bulgaria um, for Rusev's family. Oh, so he's really legitly from Bulgaria. Yeah, I mean, he's got it tattooed on his fucking arm. I thought Doesn't it was he? just for yeah. his character. Oh. No, <clears throat> no it's a, it's like a, he's that's legit. It's a shoot tattoo. Cool. And he actually speaks Bulgarian. Oh. You were raised in the United States, but you're from Bulgaria. <laughs> well, he might have been born in Bulgaria and came over or something like that. But uh, yeah, they had a second wedding so that the whole family could uh, could be involved, which is cool. Um, so yeah, so nice touches for for Rusev. Um, that pretty much wraps up the SmackDown and Raw talk. Do you guys get to watch the season premiere of Lucha Underground? I did. Yeah? What'd you think? I did. Uh, well, first I need to make it pretty clear that I am woefully behind on season two. So I was so far behind. In fact, I was like, I'm just going to hop right back in at the season, uh, premiere and hopefully I will pick things up as I go (laughs) along. So I don't know why Dario, Dario was in jail. I just know that he was in jail. Uh, it looks like we're getting a new, like bigger, bad. Have they, the guy that's in the car, have we seen him before? Or is this like a new big bad? Kind of, yeah. Like, you I haven't think... seen his face yet. No. Is that the guy who, so. um, who also, you know how there's someone in the police department that is speaking to a higher person too? Yeah. Is that the <laughs> that the person? Tell me why Dario's in jail. What happened? Um, I don't know. About the cops that. are going after yeah, him. Cops I know going... the Joey Ryan thing. I knew yeah. it got set up that they were looking for him, but. Did he ever make it back to the temple? And if so, or did they catch no, him before? Yeah, Dario made it back to the temple. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's right. Because he the champ. Re- unleashed right. his brother. He won the title. So how did he go to jail? I don't know about that. I don't... I'd have to go back and rewatch Ultima Lucha because uh, it kind of just shows him getting tossed into the back of a you know, police squad car. I guess car we or assume like that. that, like, the pile of bodies in Matanza's wake has like added up to them getting him. But from yeah. the previous for the new season, that I think they unleashed Matanza again. He's like beating the shit out of people. He was in the opening match. Yeah, like, <laughs> I didn't see it. So yeah, uh, who does Cueto know they got him out of jail then or whatever? Probably that guy, huh? Well, there was two. There was like a guy that they show who was like some like. He's probably I lackey. think I heard. I think I heard someone refer to him as some sort of like congressman or some yeah. sort of like city councilman or something like yeah. that and then there's like a guy in the shadows who you don't see right who's i'm assuming is the new big bad or whatever yeah that's pretty accurate from what i've gathered 
so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why he's in jail, but he's out. And uh, it felt. First of all, it felt like season two coming back. Season premiere felt like a big fucking deal. There were like all those people. This is what happened, and like mm-hmm. here we are now. This was just like a here's Quito cut to prison, doing some chin ups, and hey, you must have friends in high places. And he's like, you have no idea. Right. So that was a little weird because it felt a lot more subdued than last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I gather that some something between Pentagon and Vampiro played out, and I guess they're not together anymore. I didn't see. I don't know what happened. Yeah, them. at the end of Ultima Lucha Dos, uh, Pentagon Junior came out as Pentagon Dark, right, and attacked uh, Vampiro, busted him open, and was like, "You're not my master." Pentagon and, Dark. Yeah, like he comes out in all black. Oh, now he is. He's got like a different mask. He's. Transcended. I mean, it's like the same mask, but it's like a different color style. Scheme, yeah. yeah. So he's like transcended to the darkness. Um, I mean the the vignettes are cool. It just felt like a lot less of a big deal than season two. Season two was like a we're back, motherfuckers. Yeah. And this just felt like a hey, you know, we're back, guys. Maybe I can find like one of those. Here's a recap of everything that happened in season two. Right. Yeah, I should um, look for I probably Because I didn't I missed a few episodes of season I saw two as well. A preview of they showing like Marty the Moth and he, he's, he's going like, to war. Yeah. And he's like going like crazy and stuff like that on uh Crazier. Shot, crazier. Yeah. Yeah, but basically like Quato has this like Will of Doom thing where Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Whoever lands on gets a shot at Matanzo, which was Son of Havoc, which I don't know. I don't know where Havoc went between where I unfortunately left off and where he ended up, but I don't know if he has grown as a competitor, but he felt like uh, someone who shouldn't be in title contention. I think that may be the gist of the will. People who sort of protecting the title against people who don't necessarily Mm -hmm. should have title shots. The match was fine. Who has the main title? Matanza. Matanza still has it. Yeah. So, uh... Uh, Mill did not get his title back, huh? He has not returned. He's returning this week, I believe. Well, it'll probably be already be out by the time you hear this. Yeah, but, uh, this we week have, or next week. Yeah, we'll probably talk about that next week, but we're missing it right now. But um, he wasn't there. But uh, what's her name was there? And okay, um, Eva Lee called out. What's uh, her Katrina. name? Katrina. To set up a match at Ultima Lucha 3. This is season fucking premiere and they're setting up like season finale. She <laughs> challenged her to a match at Ultima Lucha Trace or 3 or however. Did they they do it in Spanish, right? Yeah. Okay, so... And this season's supposed to be longer than ever. It's supposed to be like 40 weeks or something mm-hmm. like... Holy shit. Why are they setting up that match now? That's a weird fucking thing to the do. The same reason that you set up John Cena versus The Rock 2... The night after WrestleMania. Yeah, but that's a little bit different. <laughs> Is it? Well, the, their thing was like, we're two biggest stars. We're going to have a match at the biggest stage. They're, they, I mean, I've missed most of last season, but at least in theory, they have like an actual storyline reason why these two women want to fight each other. Yeah. <laughs> Other than we're whatever. But uh, we're finally going to um, settle this. Who has the trio tag? Is it with Johnny Mundo and uh, PJ Black and uh, Jack? No, Evans? I think they, it's, they lost it. I think it's uh, Drago, uh, Phoenix, and um, Aerostar. Aerostar, nice. But those the worldwide. Uh, uh, what's their group name? Underground, worldwide underground, something like that. Who's part of that? 
That's Mundo, PJ Black. PJ Black. Oh, okay, that's Mike their name. Evans. They broke fucking. Okay, there was a vignette where they they fucking slammed uh, what, um, Jack's old partner. Oh, oh. okay, they weren't they weren't partners in Lucha. It was Evilise, yeah. Son of Havoc, and, and Helico. They tag in AAA as well. So, they, and Helico, they like slammed his like leg in the door and like broke his leg. I it don't showed, know why. It showed why what it was doing. It was showing why uh, during the matchup that. It was Angelico, Son of Havoc, and Ivalice. When they were st- still trios champions, they came out one week, and it was just Son of Havoc and Ivalice. And they're like, we don't know where Angelico is. Yeah. And they ended up losing that match, losing the, the trios title. So this was a flashback to that, showing as to why Angelico oh, was not there. Okay. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, well, like, they were laughing. Like, like, oh, we took care of that. It was like a really vicious, like, scene, and then they cut back to the office where they're telling the story of it to Cueto, and they're all laughing, like, maniacally. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, you're still not getting a title shot or whatever. What? Because uh, Mundo is in there looking for a title shot. Yeah. And he ends up giving it to, to Taya, who wrestles Sexy Star for the He was Disney like, Gods. the only person who didn't lose at Ultima Lucha was Taya. So you get a match. They had a match that was okay, I guess. It wasn't really, honestly, <laughs> it wasn't that great. But uh, what else happened? I guess uh, Pentagon Dark wrestled Ray in the, uh, the main event. And uh, that was fine. You know, Ray is not what he used to be. Sexy. But he's still Star. fun. Yep. I don't know. Is there anything else? There's the Marty the Moth stuff. Okay, so Marty the Moth and then uh, Vampiro uh, approached uh, Puma. Puma. So they're still in the middle of. They have how many episodes have they filmed for? I believe they filmed them all because they already. They've already filmed Ultima Lucha Trace. Dang. I was say, if they're gonna do four, I wonder if they can get uh, a Patron back for that. Maybe. Let's see. Who knows. That pretty There's much. No illness test in Lucha Underground. <laughs> Did you guys see the picture that Paige posted and deleted or whatever mm. about it? Could have been or it might have been a fake tattoo. I want to say it was a fake tattoo, but it was like Alberto right underneath. The sheets are saying that it's that she got it. God, that's so stupid. She's so young and dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Speaking girl. of the sheets, she's gonna get no, our heart broken. Not uh, it's not the well. I've read an interview. Uh, Ryback has changed yes. legally his name to Ryback. Yes. So it's Ryback Reeves. Yes. That's his, that's his real name. Guy's got a cracker barrel. Ryback Reeves. So, and speaking of Paige, uh, she is set to return to Raw on Monday because her uh, suspension, suspension is up. Papi. Hmm. Which means we're going to see Eva Marie come back soon. For those of you who are interested. So now moving Yay. on to 2K17 news. Tyler, anything uh, anything going on? Uh, they just, you know, posted videos, a little bit of gameplay. They showed the breakout scene where you can fight now, like, after you beat someone after in the match. After the match. Yeah, you know how there was a, a, a breakout last year's game, like, someone's walking out and you can, you mm-hmm. know, jump them. <laughs> like, you could be, you could come out of interest and jump them, or if they're walking, like, down or... You know, vice versa, yeah. you're the first or second sure. person. Now, apparently, you can... The match can end, but the action continues. Yeah. So, I don't know how long that lasts, how long you can you know beat them up. And I also do not know if they can get out of it and reverse you. Hmm. I don't know that. but uh, They hit a finisher on you and yeah, it, cut the commercial. Possibly. <laughs> and they also showed, and I'm excited for this, and this looks cool as hell, and we haven't had this since maybe like 
uh, the games on PlayStation 2, like know mm. your role and shut your mouth. But you go to the backstage. We've had that in the, you know, maybe for like the PS3, but you can drag them to the entrance. You go through the entrance oh, nice. and go to the back. That's like cool. it's a little cutscene that goes through there. I remember when they first introduced that uh, that feature. It was uh, WCW Mayhem, or maybe it was sooner than that. It might have been uh, First Blood or whatever it was. They uh, they did one where it's like if you and your opponent get close enough to the to the entrance ramp, you they both run through and you go to some random um, back room, like you go to the locker room or the parking lot or something like that. Um, I still have that game somewhere. I want. I want to say that you could do that maybe, I don't know. Maybe I know it's with like shut your mouth, know your role, yeah. stuff like that. But this and is that a- was the GameCube days. Or not GameCube, Nintendo 64 as whenever uh, they first introduced that feature. But, um, you know, they showed like fighting backstage, how far you can go backstage. And my question is, um, so does the background, the back change would each probably venue? not probably not because I was to say NXT would be different and stuff. Yeah. Then also um, you pass a table with Triple H sitting there. What's also cool though is okay, you're going backstage and you throw a guy into the door. He goes into a no locker room. Then he goes split screen. Like the person is in hmm. the locker room and the person is still in the hall. I don't know split about screen that. Until you get into that main room. Yeah. Um, also, can you do that when you're doing a Fatal Four Way? If you can go backstage, I kind of probably that. not. Yeah, they probably, it's probably won't. single. They probably wouldn't let you. Yeah, just like uh, the breakout. Do you fight when you fight people after like a match? Uh, can be a Fatal Four Way. It's probably a single match breakout. Yeah, there's so. there's no telling. So I know but, you're getting pumped for the game. Oh uh, yeah, man. Be it really feels like time is just going by slowly. I think there's yeah. a lot of stressful things going on, and like I'm so focused on that, and mm-hmm. they're not showing too many details. So I'm like getting pissed, and <laughs> I'm like, and time's just going more. so fucking slowly. I'm just, I, I just want this game to come more. out. I just want to beat people's asses in the game. I want to be AJ Styles. I want to be Shinsuke. I want to be Samojo. I want to be a lot of people, man. Yeah. So cool stuff. Not too much longer. Just a couple more weeks. We'll, you'll get Still there. Slow as hell. Be patient, young one. I'm trying. Um, for those of you who are interested, I don't know if you are or not. Whatever. If you are, cool. If not, don't worry about it. Um, I recently did my very first attempt at color commentary, if you're still listening to this. So um, we posted the video on our Facebook page, or you can go onto YouTube and search Hurricane Pro. It's uh, episode three where I do my first color commentary. You'll have to turn up the volume if you want to hear me because Jim had my microphone turned down before the show and we didn't get to test it out in time. So you got to turn it up quite a bit in order to listen to hear what I have to say. Um, But uh, episode four and episode five are probably where I really shine. Uh, That's probably where I actually started getting comfortable doing the commentary. So if you want to listen to it, there it is. It's there for you to check out. Hey, is that you on the tag team in on the Mike's furniture commercial with Jazzy? Did you do that? Oh, about the politics and I, you know, I cannot be quiet any longer. And yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that was me. I just heard it in the hall. I was like, that sounds oh. like they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cut. Uh, I do quite a number of commercials around here. So um, yeah, uh, Daniel is a hill. Yeah, I'm a heel color commentator, and uh, Jim made it very easy for me to to be that way. Just by him existing so <laughs> so if you want to check it out it's there it's on the facebook page or it's on uh 
uh, YouTube, just search Hurricane Pro, and uh, it'll be episode three. Uh, and then in the coming weeks, episode four and five as well. So that's pretty much going to do it for us this week. Got a, had a lot to talk about, so make sure to chime in if you uh, if you have some comments as well. Um, you can go and post some questions on our YouTube channel, WNS Video, also our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. And you can subscribe to our show on iTunes. And uh, we're actually working on getting it on another uh, site as well. I can't remember the uh, the name off the top of my head. What? Uh, it, it was something that I got tagged in and I went up to Ben. It's called Satchel. Hey, it's not man. A, it's not a purse, okay? It's a satchel. Um, just stick to what <clears throat> I say. And that's- I'm just letting you know that we might have other options out there to, to get our show. Also, if you want to find us, just go to purse.com. It's a satchel. I can make up websites, too. <laughs> yeah? Yep. Well, this one has an app. Does yours uh, have an app? Yeah, welcome to uh, dickhorse.com. <laughs> Don't ask to see the logo, for God's sake. .org. .com.org. Just wrap up the thing. Okay. Yeah, you can find us on Just Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Dickhorse. Soon to be Satchel. And Dickhorse. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, the podcast is on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. And Tyler is at Tyler underscore Amber. <laughs> you need to make your next Twitter handle Dick Horse. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be Noah's next. Twitter handle. Wait, what? Dick Horse. (laughs) There you go. Taken. I just looked at it. For the podcast crew, I am Dan O'Hara. Dick Horse is taken. I'm Dick Horse. Is it really? Yeah, I just looked at it. Oh, that's sad. Good. I'm Doug. And we will catch you all next week.